Okay, well, welcome back to the Hyden Ratner Level Up Leadership Podcast. Here today is an incredible guest, but I don't even like using the word guest. This is family here on the podcast today. Dr. Pastor, but he would like to be called Kevin Ezel, joining me on the Level Up Leadership Podcast. What an honor it is to have you here today. I, it's honor. It's an honor for me. Yeah. You're kidding, always, man. I always love being around you and your staff and and uh, just seeing what God's doing here is so good. Well, the trustees from the North American Mission Board are in Las Vegas. Right. And thank you for carving out a little window to jump here here on the podcast. Um, a lot of people know you as a, a great strategist and you're the president of NAM. Um, but I, I think sometimes people don't know that you're a great leader in in how you maneuver, pastor, lead, your journey speaks to so much level up leadership throughout the the life that you've lived um, as a husband, dad, mm-hmm. and beyond. Um, and so I would love to just ask you, kicking it off, sure. tell us how you're leveling up in your leadership in this season of life. No, that's a great question. Uh, in this particular season, I mean, things have changed. I've got some of the most, uh, I got the highest capacity leaders around me that I've ever had. Wow. And so it kind of changes my role. Yep. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to, you have to just adjust with the seasons mm. and, and I have six kids. Uh, they've all now left, left the house wow. or empty nest. Yeah. So I have to adjust to the role. So yeah. I have a lot of adjusting going on, but it's yeah. a good adjusting, you know, I feel like you can get more done now than ever. Mm. Um, and, but a lot of times I always, I had to level based on who I had around me. Wow. And the best leaders, in my opinion, as you know, have the, they put the highest quality, high capacity people around them. So good. And, and then uh, look for their gaps or their blind spots and uh, either staff those or that's where you have to level off. And that's so take good. Take care of it. Man. Yeah. I want to say it was John Maxwell who said, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And when you were sharing that, I'm thinking, yeah, level up leaders attract level up leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want to, what does the proverb say? Walk with the wise, yeah. you'll become wise. Well, yeah, the, the, the difference between a good leader and what I think can be a great leader is is uh, a sense of security. Mm. Guys who are insecure, yeah. you know, are hesitant to put high capacity people around them. I mean, I've always tried to put people with greater ability than me around me. So good. And, and if you can just free them up yeah. and uh, help them stay focused, but free them up and let them run. And cheer yeah. them on, and that's that's uh, that's what's really uh, fun about leadership. It's so not good. what you do, but it's watching what others do uh, because uh, you set them up to succeed. Wow! Some guys can't handle that. You know, yeah. it's just hard to to uh, not be the focus. But if you can not be the focus, that's when you I think a good leader become can become a great leader. That's amazing. Yeah, even when you share that, I'm I'm thinking of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like who? Oh yeah. Who calls these these twelve knuckleheads in a lot yeah. of ways to follow him? Yeah, and then he begins to disciple them, and then he drops a line on them like, "Hey, you're going to do greater things." Yeah, and and he says that in a way like, "I want you, I want you to do great yeah. things. I'm expecting I, you to do great things. I'm expecting <laughs> you. I'm going to put my spirit yeah. in you that you go, you take this thing further." Yeah, and if that's how he modeled it. You know, then I think he's the greatest leader of all time. No, absolutely. Let us and do. The, let us follow his steps. No, absolutely. And he focused on doing the extraordinary things through ordinary people. So good. And I, I really believe God. God often calls us to do things greater than our ability to accomplish. Yeah. Because when you can do, when you do something, you can accomplish. I mean, everybody expects it. Yeah. You know, uh, when you played basketball, you when you shot your average. Yeah. We're like, well, 
yeah, it's just but right. when you do something extraordinary, it's beyond your ability. Yeah. Then only God gets the glory because everybody That's knows right. you couldn't have pulled that off on your own. A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about Steph Curry the other night, it was fifty point playoff game, but. Yeah. But he's he's giving glory to God as well. I don't know if you're a step no, fan. He, yeah, he, he missed on my De'Aaron Fox Kentucky <laughs> I know, guy. You know, I, I got Monk and all those Kentucky players. There's you know? quite a few uh, BBN Big Blue Nation over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the Kings world, but no, that's so good. It, it's been for Nina and I. We are so grateful for you and Lynette, and just the the Nam Send Network family has mm. cheered our church on over the years. Right. You know, seven plus years ago the trustees were here at that time it was walk church was a dream in our heart right and uh the dream in a lot of ways has become a reality up to this point and um you know again i just want to take this moment today to say thanks for cheering us on and supporting us yeah. throughout the journey hopefully it's been a blessing for you guys as well oh that's the fun part yeah it really is the fun part and especially even now yeah you know as you as you've uh you, you, the church is maturing and going through a whole different season right. as it will and leading others to do mm-hmm. that and multiply and so good and have a, a kingdom sized vision so yeah. and come a long way but you still have a long way to go and come it's going to be fun to watch yeah so. talk about that you know long way long way to go you know you looking at your journey you were pastor at Highview Baptist mm-hmm. Church in was that in Louisville, Louisville. Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I still say Louisville, and the people are like Louisville. You yeah, know? I'm like trying to learn how to say it right. <laughs> Just say Lexington. Lexington. There we go. Ha. <laughs> ah. um, and you know that was a a big part of your ministry journey. Right. Maybe we can talk about how you were leveling up in your leadership as a pastor there at Highview, yeah. and then we'll work our way to Nam as well. Sure. Yeah, my very first church, as you know, they voted me in seven zero. Right. So I went from very small and Highview. Um, uh, was going through its own issues, you know. It it it, it just struggled. They just uh, let go of pastor because of a um, an affair. Mm. And so, man, when you walk in a church through a trial like that, what I found is when you come to, you know, I came like a year later, yeah. and they were still mad, and they need somebody to kick. Of so course. it took about you know eighteen Jeez. months to two years for them to kind of vent all their frustration on the last guy. Yeah, wow. Uh, but then after that, we were able to. It was just a season, um, but you know, I, I found in, in leadership if you if if you can look at it as a more of a marathon instead of a sprint, so good because it's it is a long haul, and it's like man, you can you can do this, you can get mad, you can get frustrated, but I'm gonna be here. I'm not yeah. gonna go anywhere. Yeah, and and that's when they realize that you gain their confidence. Like, look, I can follow that guy because he he withstood that. So, so they're good. they're ready to follow. I love that. Yeah, one thing that I've learned from you just in creating some of that that buy in that fellowship is really just how to love people well. Mm. I remember taking a seminary class at, at Southeastern Seminary, mm. and um, one of the classes online showed a, a class that you taught mm. that was that we, we leaned into. Yeah. And I remember you saying on that class, just if you love people well, even right. if you even if you're an average preacher, right? Even if your kids' ministry is not kind of blowing and going, the worship is just okay. But right. if you love people well, people will come back. No, oh, yeah. You know, that's something that you've experienced in, in your journey? Yeah, I've found if you work hard yeah. and love people. Yeah. And and you know, I've had to go and and help move a guy back from a church that got fired that ran about forty. Wow. And the church says, Look, we, you know, he didn't even know our names. He's theologically educated. He's actually a very good preacher, but he didn't even know our names. And there's wow. only forty of us. Wow. And it's like, man, what what can you not understand about sitting down at a restaurant and 
and actually caring about mm-hmm. the other person. That's what that's what Jesus did. Yeah. You know, when he talked to people, they they realized, man, he's looking in them in their eyes yeah. and and loving them for who they are. Yeah. And, he knows the Samaritan woman's story. Oh yeah. Details. Yeah. No, know? absolutely. It's so good. And and and, and wants to know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some so I've found in some, especially in ministry, some some people look at people as a as an obstacle mm. or it was funny you talk about have you when i when i got to have you i had a i asked each person there tell me what's your biggest challenge yeah and i asked the student pastor what what is your biggest challenge as our student pastor he goes what's well, honestly it's really easy for me i was okay what is it he goes i don't like students oh i was like hello well, there's a problem yeah <laughs> and so it, it really that's just so basic yeah that people overlook it and think i can just wing it but people know if you're faking it or not right and uh but I just prefer to do life with, yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I'm thankful for what people do around me, but I want to, I mean, I want to know them. And I did something with my staff one time. I was convinced they weren't really appreciating each other. Mm. They knew each other's names, obviously, but yeah. And so I, I just put a, a sheet across the table, have everybody write down the other person's spouse's name and their kids' names. Wow. To see if what they a practice. actually knew or not, it, and they they've been working together for several years. Yeah, it's like you don't know their kids' names. Wow. So just these blank expressions when they tell you what their son or yeah daughter are doing. So it's just you know it's genuinely loving people, and you see that all through the New Testament. Totally, especially in Timothy and Titus. Yeah. I mean, just genuinely love yeah. people. I yeah, in a way, I hear you saying, "Hey, for anybody listening to this, whether you're a church planner, pastor, banker, mm-hmm. educator." Wherever God's placed you, yeah. if you want to level up your leadership, level up your love for people. Yeah. Oh, it all starts with that. And, and actually, so you go to 1 Corinthians 16. We were just talking about another passage. Uh, he says, hey, be bold, courageous, all these things. But then he says, do it in in love. So good. It's just in yeah. the, the tone right. and the tenor in which you say things and do things. Mm. It matters. And, and it's the difference between people following and wanting to push back. Wow. Yeah. Well, you model that so well. I, I've heard you share a little bit about your your season with bowling. Yeah. And when you when you got to the church you were at, talk to us about your bowling story. <laughs> the whole thing. Well, uh, the, the, whatever you want to uh, share. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's just every church is different. Yeah. When I went to Highview, we were more of a boo collar uh, church, and so um, I told my wife, "Look, I'm gonna. I don't bowl, but I'm gonna have to join a bowling league. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get on these guys bowling." team and get to know my leaders and right. i did yeah and uh no, that's and, and that's that was, the example yeah, yeah. well in my first church and uh my first full-time church was in hartsville tennessee got it all right the guys they went out frog gigging frog gigging yeah i never i never gone frog define that gigging. for us a, a city guy like myself yeah well actually what it's pretty it's it's pretty complex you just go catch frogs basically okay. bullfrog, bullfrogs okay so you hear them but they they actually have these long poles with a trigger it's like a, almost a gun it, it just you pull the trigger, it just grabs the frog. Wow. And they don't gig them as much as they grab them. Okay. And then they have, you know, frog leg dinners and things like that. It's not my thing, yeah. trust me. It just tastes like chicken. That's what they say. I got you. But uh but I went I went with them. You yeah. know, if it's a NASCAR race or whatever, I just I just wanted to spend time with them. Yeah. And it's almost like you're gonna do with your yeah. you know, your boys, your kids. Yeah. You adjust to what they what they want to do. Yeah. Uh not necessarily what you and it's in yeah, leadership. So good. You've got to you got to put the investment in the in the time. Yeah, uh, on one of our previous podcasts, we had uh, David Butler uh, yeah. jump on, and we were talking about leveling up leadership. And he said he basically just said being others focused yeah. has been the thing for him. Where mm-hmm. he's, you know, I might not even be interested in frog gigging, but I'm going to learn it. Yeah, just to show you that I value. What is the Philippians verse? I'm putting your interests. 
yeah. over mine. mine. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I I need to continue to be reminded of that. I'm sure everybody listening as well. Well, there's just this gravitational pull to always be selfish and go back to what you really, and, and you just have to constantly remind yourself that, hey, look, it's yeah. it's not about me. That's yeah. a, and it goes for every area of life, being a leader in your marriage, right. in any relationship. It's just, it's that gravitational pull. We're so basically good. pretty selfish. You know, right. We were born sinners. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we're pretty hello. good at it. Pretty know? good at it. We don't have to try too hard. No, no, it just, it just happens. So good. So let's talk a little bit about the word adversity. You know, I, I yeah. feel like. Never had any. Never had. Mm, can't speak no. to it. Now, Next question. Well, yeah. I think that at least what I've found, the the more I level up in my leadership, the more there's issues, there's adversity. The devil hates it. You know, um, not everybody may even understand what got you know what you're doing, what mm-hmm. what you're leveling up in. Talk to us how you've been able to navigate adversity yeah. through the different roles that that you've served in. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Well, first thing I try to do is not take it personal, even when it is, mm, wow. um, because if you take it personal, then you you respond emotionally, you say things you shouldn't say, yeah. and 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 so I just try not to take it personal. And then I, what I've also realized is that's some good. of the meanest. As we would say in Kentucky, ornery people. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a there's a reason behind it. Wow. There's a story there. Yeah, a something you don't know what it is, but hurt people hurt people, mm. and you've heard that, and and it's true. And so I've tried to separate it. One, I ask myself, look, whatever they're complaining about or the challenge, is it is it is it legit? Yeah. If I don't like wow. the person necessarily, yeah. or what they're saying, is there something I can learn what from it? Is it is it really uh, legit? Mm. And if it is, and I try to learn from it. If not, then you know, adjust, answer, and move on, and yeah. not let it derail you. It's just, so often we're just too easily derailed. Yeah, you know, like oh my word, you know, people are against me, or oh my word, we just yeah. need to put it in pause. And yeah. man, that's that's just not. You know, sometimes it's better to, to you know, outrun right. the rain instead of sit in it. And so, wow. um, you know, I, I, I'm thankful for Peter that he stepped out on the water. Right. Yeah, but the minute he took his eyes off Jesus and put his eyes on the storm, that's right. when he began to sink. That's right. And that's what Jesus told him. Look, you keep your eyes on me. Don't yeah. don't sweat the storm. That's I got right. that. Yeah, yeah. Don't focus too much on the adversity as a whole. No. You know, but keep your eyes on him. Who's going to lead you through it? Yeah. And and it's about, hey, is there something I did to, you know, something you just can't help. Right. You know, you, we just don't have control over everything. Yeah. And that's the part I think sometimes we have this godlike complex where we think we we actually can fix everything, yeah. you know, and and uh, you just can't. Yeah, that's and, exhausting. You know, to try to be God is not our call. No. Well, and it is a dad, you know, you want to try to protect your kids, right. your, your family and say, well, I can jump in and I'll fix this in some way. Yeah. And man, that's the, that's the first step in really messing up whoever you're trying to disciple as a leader mm. is trying to make it too protected for them. Wow. Know? That's good. So I, I introduced you briefly as Kevin Ezell, president of North American Mission Board. But for those who yeah. are unaware of what NAM or the North American Mission Board does? Could yeah. you just give a quick d- definition of what that means to be? Absolutely, everything. Part of? Everything we do at NAM is about evangelism. Yeah. The primary focus of NAM is is to plant church. We want to partner with churches to plant churches. So good. And and we do that through what we call Sin Network. Yeah. And um, over 55, 60 percent of our budget goes to uh, partnering with churches to plant churches 
all over North America. It's incredible. Everywhere for everyone. Yeah. And then a good part of our budget goes to Sin Relief, and it's about meeting needs and 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 it, trying to to meet needs and change lives. Yeah. And helping people see the that there there's needs all around, and we have to engage in the community to do that. Yeah. And then also one part of of the North American Mission Board, people don't realize, we have over thirty three hundred endorsed chaplains all over the world. So good. And and that. Um, we're Making very thankful for and make a huge, huge difference. And yeah. so we focus on Sin Network, church planning, Sin Relief, our compassion ministry, chaplaincy, and then everything we do is about evangelism. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And for those who aren't aware, you know, I'm honored to serve on the Sin Network team myself Absolutely. here in Las Vegas as the city missionary, really just helping uh, church planners get here on the ground, be right. cared for, and level up in their leadership no to see this church get off the ground not just stay in your heart no absolutely so and match planners with partners and oh, cities sure. and cultivate and helping them you you do a great job of helping them navigate um the seasons that you've already gone through that's it that's and, it so uh, much of that learn from uh, some of the successes and learn from some of the things you probably wouldn't do different you know you would yeah. do different yeah so. totally totally yeah. one thing that you were sharing recently about was Paul and Barnabas in the book of Acts yeah. and just how uh, opposition even will occur at times while you're leading. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, in Acts 13, it's when Antioch sends out Paul and Barnabas. It's a great story about the first missionary journey. You know yeah. that. And they went out and did their thing. Early on in the first missionary journey, they sent uh, John Mark away. Right. Uh, because he was nephew to a Barnabas and he just couldn't take it. It was too hard. and. Mm-hmm. But then you fast forward, second missionary journey. Paul says, "Hey Barnabas, let's go, uh, let's go uh, uh, check on all those churches we planted the first time." And he mm. said, "Super, I'll call John Mark." And he says, "John Mark, you're not calling John Mark. He's, yeah. a, he's a he's a pansy." Wow. And so, not exactly. I, I got say you. exactly that yeah. way. But back and forth, back and forth. No small disagreement. The scripture says. Right. And so ultimately, Paul just says, "All right, in that case, I'll take Silas, and we'll go that way. You take John Mark, and you go that way." Yeah. And. And you know, I, I always love that story because, man, you're talking about two guys, Paul and Barnabas. Yeah. If they have an internal challenge. And, Crazy. Yeah. And can you imagine the, the conversation that was going on with uh, uh, Barnabas and, and Mark as they were walking? You know, Mark's like, man, Barnabas, I'm so sorry. You know, he, that what, he, been what he said was true. I yeah. wimped out the first time. Yeah. But Barnabas is he's, he's an encourager, says, hey, you know, John Mark, look, yeah, you know, we serve a God of a second chance. Yeah. And a third chance and a fourth chance. I mean, who knows? And and I love it. it's a great model of leadership because right. in the midst of humiliation, Barnabas says to John Mark, you know, hey, I believe in you, and who knows, God, you know, God may even use you to write a book one day. You know, wow! He wrote the Gospel of Mark. So, Incredible. Yeah, and so oh it's you just never know. You never know on the person you're investing in what eventually God's going to use them to do. So true. Yeah. So true. And I think that I, I'm hearing the principles of don't throw in the towel too early. Don't no. give up. Even even if you get sent home, God may have more for you. Opposition will occur. Yeah. People, I think the scripture says something like that, right? There yeah. was there was m- much open doors for ministry and some opposed them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think... It actually says many opposed them. Oh, I'm sorry, not some, yeah. many. First Corinthians 16, 9. Oh, man. Yeah, they're many. great open doors, but many oppose me, Paul said. But many oppose me. Yeah. Expect that for, for all the leaders listening right now. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. don't be too hard on yourself. Right. You know, I just spoke to uh, so good. four or five colleges in the last month. So good. And that's not my sweet spot. 
academia is not my sweet spot. Got it. Every time I, I started, I said, hey, look, the only reason they invite me here is to show you that a 2.4 GPA can Let's get a go. job. You know? So I love that. But you, you can, you know, take some challenges that you might have. And uh, just remember, man, God's about doing extraordinary things to ordinary people. It's, Isn't that good? It's not about you. It's about him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and kind of wind down here. Uh, a thought about church planting. I know that yeah. you're passionate about planting. You shared that. Yeah. Send Network is one of the strategic arms of NAM to, to get it done. Yeah. Um, yeah. If somebody's thinking about church planting, listening to this, watching this, mm -hmm. uh, what would you encourage them with in this season? Yeah. Uh, well, I would, uh, I think the wisest thing to do would be go with Send Network. Yeah, that, there, there it is. There is not a better... I, mainly because of the people who are planning in yeah. network. You yeah. know, it's that brotherhood and that fellowship that you have. Yeah. Don't do it alone would be what I would say. Don't do it alone. Mm -hmm. you, so you could be an ordinary person, may not be an extraordinary church planner today, but you could be an ordinary John Mark type leader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, don't go about it alone. No. Just, and, and, you yeah. know, go through the assessment. We have yeah. an assessment. Yeah. The assessment's there to help you. That's right. Show you, look, here's what you need to work on. And there are no perfect people. That's right. And and I think the assessments are are you know, so strategically good. designed Sharp. to help you improve. And my word, any leader wants you know wants to be told mm -hmm. how to improve. Yeah. Um, average players and average leaders just want to blend in, so right. they keep their head ducked and they don't draw attention. But I've always found the good players, great players. You know, they want to be coached, but they also, and they want on a daily basis to perfect what they're doing. You know? Yeah. Help me get better. Yeah. Help me level up. Yeah. I want to stay where I'm at. Yeah. I'm I, don't, I just higher. want to make it. I, yeah. want, I want to really uh, achieve something here and, and bring glory to the Lord in a, in a greater way. So just don't underestimate what God can do mm. with an average person. So good. Yeah. I read this quote the other day from, from Kobe Bryant and it just said, I can't relate to lazy people. Yeah. I just thought that was so good. Yeah. You know, just like. Want to get around some people that are going to be honest with me, loving with me, yeah, and make me better, yeah. And that's so but good. I said I had someone ask me, "Hey, what would you tell you know uh, um, a student that's just in high school? What would you tell them or college?" Mm -hmm. And I said, "Man, it's, it's like a football player. A football coach once said three things: don't do stupid stuff. Mm. You know, don't hang around stupid people. Come on, don't go to stupid places. Hey, everything will be fine. Three for three. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do the. Just don't be stupid." Yeah. In other words, how, how can I level up in my leadership? Number one, don't be stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing we always do as we conclude the Level Up podcast is we'd love for you to just take a look at this camera right here yeah. and just speak directly to whoever's viewing this right now in yeah. kind of in a phrase, how you could level up in your leadership starting right now. If you could right. just speak directly to that person. Sure. That'd be powerful. Sure. Um the best thing you could do to level up in your leadership is be honest with yourself. So good. I mean, we've all got room to grow, and but so often um, people are in denial of uh, uh, their inconsistencies and their liabilities and the things they don't do well. So being honest with yourself, getting people around you who will be honest with you mm. and, uh, and seek to improve that way. That's the best way to level up as a leader is to do it with honesty. That's so good right there. I, I think yeah. that if you if you take that word of wisdom from Kevin Ezell and apply it today, you're going to level up in your leadership. You're going to be more self-aware. You're going to be uh, better equipped to lead others. Because I don't, I don't think anybody wants to follow a know-it-all. Right. Right? You can kind of sense if this person doesn't have 
great awareness or thinks they're don't don't think more higher than yourself than you ought is a right. verse somewhere in there yeah right but is honest with themselves not afraid to tell on themselves right but but also i want to get better from that sure you know when it in in, con- in concluding here when it comes to leveling up leadership there's really uh one area that i've been trying to help people level up in and this is the first time i've ever done this on this podcast so it's going to be awkward for a moment just hold on right there stay right there I felt like you needed a pair of these to just some all white Air Force Ones. Man, that is the deal. Can go with any outfit. Man, my wife will wish I was on this like a year ago. Yeah, she's trying to upgrade my my uh, my shoes, my clothes, everything. So, well, you helped us level up in so many areas. You're helping us level up here with some wisdom and leadership on the podcast. I'm a better leader, husband, dad. Because of your influence in my life, oh, so man. this is my deposit back to you. And you're kind—I'll get you a vest. How about oh that? man, a sweater you're, vest. You're thrilled, right? I can rock that. I'll pull that out. I'll man, do my best. That's so kind of you. Thanks, man. So, I appreciate that. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for the Level Up Leadership Podcast today. Honored to have Kevin Ezel, President of the North American Mission Board, uh, leading us today. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you soon. Peace.